This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Around the World with Rohan. Well, let me apologize first to all my listeners. Okay, I'm sorry I was a bit late this time. Okay, last K or is podcast me thoda sa time lagya, but then we are going to make it a point that uh, it's absolutely worth it because uh, today we are going to talk about yes, we, not I, but we. We have a very special speaker with us. We're going to talk about a country which probably everybody. everybody who is exotic who loves traveling would love to travel this country and that's what we're going to talk about with me is my dear friend supriya supriya olekar from uh, hyderabad supriya yes hello everyone this, this is your cue <laughs> this is where you have to say hi, hi. <laughs> all the listeners are listening to you but yes. supriya is a dear friend actually supriya and her husband uttam both are very dear friend of mine they run an amazing restaurant in hyderabad called as royal sima ruchulu If you ever get a chance to go to Hyderabad, please uh, drop into their restaurant. They are very nice people. And I was filming for Thali for Travel XP, and apparently that's how I got to know both of them. And I'm so glad I did. So Supriya recently went for a wonderful vacation for I don't even know what like a thousand times. She she keeps traveling, and her husband poor guy keeps sponsoring her. So <laughs> so she happened to go to uh, Cuba, right, yes, Supriya? Cuba. Yes, Cuba. That was in January. This was in okay. That was in January. So okay. Yes. You, all right. So we're going to talk about Cuba today, uh, a place which I have not uh, visited yet. I have not uh, uh, yet explored the Caribbean islands, but uh, Cuba, being one of the largest Caribbean islands, more than four thousand islands in archaeology. What was your thought? You know, while you were doing your research, how, or was there any research which went into it? It was, or was it more about? Uh, you know what all places how many places i can go with you know with tours and travels you have this thing like instead of a yes. personalized itinerary you have to have an itinerary wherein they cover more places so how was it how did you start and what is the first thing which came to your mind when you decided that you will be traveling or you want to travel to cuba what was it the first thing that comes to people's mind when they say uh, cuba is that it's difficult to get to that country but things are changing now that some of the travel restrictions have been removed and uh, it's pretty easy to get to that country now uh, the first research i did was how to access the country as in terms of flights and how many days you need to spend over there so um, it takes uh, from the us the closest flights would take about an 45 minutes to an hour and the other thing is when you book your hotels and your tours you have to know this one line called supporting the cause of cuban people that's the reason you have to give when you are applying for if you are buying a ticket to go there or you're booking your airbnb that's one of the main reasons you have to state that is known as uh, supporting the cause of cuban people and okay one, let me get this straight okay so you went instead of going straight away to havana you went to us and then you flew down to yes. Yes. So uh, that is the closest uh, country to which and there are plenty of flights available from uh, most of the major cities and uh, it costs about $100 or so from say Miami to get to Havana which is the closest airport from the US. Right. And uh, once you uh, I had a couple of friends who did visit before me and I uh, checked with them and they told me how to go about that process. 
and so it became easier to uh, do some research on it uh, i also go uh, do a lot of research on youtube and see the videos of how people travel a particular country it gives mm-hmm. you an insight into what is actually worth seeing um uh, mm-hmm. overrated and how much you have to budget out also the places to visit the restaurants and what it is what is difficult uh, to do in cuba because traveling and staying in cuba is not as easy as some of the other countries it's a relatively difficult uh, process in terms of getting uh, connectivity mm-hmm. um, uh but if you can just let go of that and get on to a digital detox it should be fine in cuba but tell me something how how was you know because everybody speaks spanish there uh, people speak english or do they understand english so uh, english is very rare uh, they speak in bits and bobs and uh, some of the guides are very well versed in english mm-hmm. but i would suggest you download uh, google translate and keep it uh, keep the spanish language downloaded offline mhm uh, and that becomes easy to communicate uh, with everybody there life is so so simple with all this e-commerce and all these apps and softwares yes, yes. so who decided cuba why cuba let me start by uh, let's start the story by asking you why cuba um growing up i've always been with my nose buried in books and newspapers and i've always read of fidel castro and how this little country went through so much turmoil uh it was always in the news and you wondered what was there on the other side and uh i think uh after reading so much i was really curious uh to visit this place so since we had to go visit some uh, family and friends in the us we decided we'd extend this trip to visit some of the countries in central america and that is why cuba was one of the first things i put down in the list as something new to explore So, perfect perfect that was one of the reasons because uh, i knew that it was all about uh, the classic cars and the architecture and the food and the people and the culture that always draws me uh, to a place and it has to have a lot of history along with natural beauty that's what so you, you like uh, a place which has a lot of history and interesting yes. background and yes. myths and legends okay yes. so how many places did you traveled in cuba other than havana So we just did a day trip to a place called Vinales which is the agricultural side of uh, Cuba mm-hmm. and uh, we had another day trip planned for Baradero which is the beaches and stuff like that but that, when we were in Cuba there was a cold front it was extremely mm-hmm. cold at that time and so they canceled our day trip to Baradero but we did two days in Havana and one day to uh, Vinales a day trip to Vinales Perfect. So I know what to ask now. You know, it's a little difficult process when you are asking questions to a place which you haven't, because I haven't visited Cuba, right? Yes. Though it's in my bucket list, but uh, to all my listeners, let me give you a little gist of what this country was and what this country is. So starting from 1950, Cuba was run by a military organization led by Fulgencio Batista, who was basically a dictator, and this dictator was backed by U.S. and U.S. mafia. In '59, the rebel group, which uh, uh, Supriya was just talking about, Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, and Fidel Castro's brother, Raúl Castro, who apparently is right now the first secretary of Communist Party of Cuba. Please correct me, Supriya, if I'm wrong. Yes, okay? sir. Yeah. 
Okay, so moved uh, Cuba from U.S. influence and got closer to U.S.S.R. So we are not up to U.S.S.R. के करीब हो गए. 1961 में भैया U.S. ने कहा कि हम हमारे diplomatic relationships Cuba से खत्म करेंगे. तब से ये जो ये जो cold war है ना ये U.S. और Cuba के बीच में चल रहा है. दो uh, as Supriya said, the flight from Miami, which is the closest uh, border. city of the US is just around 45 minutes to 1 hour so you can see a lot of cubans in florida in that in that patch of uh, uh, usa but nevertheless so the the country has gone through some really crazy history if you really want to get into the history please i would really ask you to google it it's a intense history agar history ki baat kare to mera podcast history mein khatam ho jayega but i want to focus more on the traveling part but this is what cuba was cuba is a caribbean island it's one it's actually an island and it is also called as a nation so that is another thing 11.3 million people one of the lowest birth rates in western hemisphere it is also multi ethnic so is country mein aapko white log milenge aapko lagbhag 63% there are white people 27% uh, mulatto and mestizo 6% black which black people have a very strong presence considering 900000 slaves were brought here so it's something like south africa hum indians ko leke gaye the south africa mein as a slaves aaj south africa mein dekhenge indians hi bade pade hain yes there are a lot of indigenous people and these indigenous people were the first ones on the island to actually have the tobacco plant and they the ones who used to smoke the tobacco plants okay so starting with indigenous community okay. now that you have said yeah. did you meet any one of them because i according to me uh, i think taino or arawak is one of the indigenous community which is still resides and people are still in so did you happen to meet any no any of these community no. people most of the indigenous people were killed by the spanish and uh, they uh, died because of the european diseases which were brought into the island so some of the women who did uh, survive joined the families of the spanish uh, people and continued the lineage that way but actually as such there are no more indigenous people left in cuba unfortunately okay okay fair enough okay so if you ask a layman like me mm-hmm. what do you know about cuba i would say havana mm-hmm. i would say havana rum Mm-hmm. I would say, of course, uh, Cuban cigar. Mm-hmm. I would probably say, what else do I? Uh, rumba, maybe salsa and rumba. You know the typical Latino dance. Yes. And maybe the Cuban sandwich with mustard. Yes. Have you tried it? Yes, it's delicious, actually. Is it? Yes. Okay. Now tell us. Is is it true that uh, the the start of tobacco? You know, it, this is the place where tobacco was originated and found, and then the cigars and. Cubans give to the world is cigars and cigarettes is this yeah. true Yes it's true uh, they say that uh, when the spanish landed on the island they saw these uh, indigenous people uh, smoking these tobacco leaves and that is probably how uh, the tobacco trade must have started uh, back then so they have uh, if you go into the uh, they have lot of tobacco fields uh, in and around uh, havana into uh-huh. the agricultural uh, side of it Okay okay what about the coffee is uh, is this place famous for coffee yes actually cuban coffee is really delicious it's one of the best coffees i've had uh, considering how much i've traveled and uh, coffee is really good over there the cuban coffee okay okay i remember i was somewhere in europe and i tried a cuban coffee so they gave me shot and i'm much uh, you know i'm like a mug person i like black coffee with you know i can hold a mug so they gave me shot 
Mm. And I didn't realize that I have to drink it sip by sip, okay? I drank mm-hmm. it just like how oh we drink tequila, <laughs> right? And after that, I think for 30 minutes, I could see in future. Atma se paramatma ka milan You know, I was, I was zapped. I don't know what I was. I was, I was experiencing nirvana. Yeah, it was one of the most delicious very strong that yeah, very, yes, strong very strong. Yes, very strong. Very strong. What about the people, the Cuban people? Cuban people are very friendly. Cuban girls are very sexy. I can say this. <laughs> this is a podcast. And, and women are both sexy. Okay, <laughs> people, they have this personality around them. And uh, you can see that they are, even to date, put through a lot of... Uh, in terms of economic things, but they all uh, uh, get over it and uh, they make sure they treat their tourists very well because they know now that the tourism is their main source of uh, economy. Correct, correct. Okay. okay, now that we have a fair bit of idea of what Cuba is, Cuba is very close to uh, America, USA. It's uh, right on up north, you have Atlantic Ocean, down you have the Caribbean Sea. So now that we know where exactly is Cuba and what is popular and what is famous in Cuba, now tell me, how was your journey? Let's start your journey. You said you started your journey from Havana, correct? Uh, Yes, actually, uh, we landed in Havana from uh, a neighboring country, Mexico. Uh, When you enter, make sure you have your uh, travel insurance, as in medical insurance, because at immigration, they ask you for the papers asking you to should see your medical. uh, I think think it's it's kind of compulsory now to have your medical insurance. Yeah, most people do, but in case you forget, you make sure you have it. And also just pick up a customs declaration from, from the security itself, because sometimes they don't give it to you. Then you have to walk almost outside the airport and come back and fill up a form, which unfortunately takes a lot of time. So make sure you pick up a customs declaration form just at the security once you're entering uh, the country. And Do you need to take certain vaccines or anything? Because no, no, not at all. Uh, you don't. It's actually a visa on arrival, but the visa slip has to be procured uh, at the time of taking your boarding pass from the airline office. So Mm -hmm. they will issue you a visa slip, which you have to carry into the country with you uh, before you board. So your boarding pass and your uh, visa slip will be issued to you together. So you have to pay, I think, about uh, roughly around uh, maybe $20 or so per person. And uh, make sure these two things are there with you. And so if it's less than 30 days, I think you have no problem uh, with the visa. Um, Okay. And uh, once you get in, I would suggest you just make sure your Airbnb or whatever hotel is there arranges for a pickup for you from the airport. It's much uh, safer. It's not that Cuba. I've never had a, I've not had a single bad experience there, but it's always better to have someone pick you up from the airport because I saw at night when we landed, the roads were very deserted. There was not, there were hardly any people on the roads, even though we landed around 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Is there a, uh, the crime rate is high uh, in Havana? Uh, I think, uh, no, not that I've heard of. It's a pretty safe place. At never any time did I feel threatened or unsafe uh, anywhere. You know, one thing, uh, Cuba, I'm sorry to cut you, but Cuba has one of the highest literacy rate in the world. Mm -hmm. So when we say that, uh, you know, even though they are uh, down economically, you know, but the people are pretty educated and pretty civilized, I believe. Uh, I think because of the socialist uh, uh, approach to their governance, they uh, actually are one of the best educated professionals in the world. 
तो दे आर मीडियम ऑफ लैंग्वेज इज स्पेनिश सो दे एक्चुअली मूव टू इधर लैटिन अमेरिकन कंट्रीज और दे मूव टू अफ्रीका आफ्टर दे फिनिश देयर एजुकेशन सो दर्ज अ लॉट ऑफ ड्रेन ब्रेन ड्रेन एज दे कॉल इट फॉर लॉट ऑफ द प्रोफेशनल्स देर बट द कंट्री प्रोवाइड्स दम फ्री एजुकेशन सो दे आर वेरी वेल एजुकेटेड ऑल ऑफ द Okay, what about the the oldies charm and the, the the buildings, the colorful buildings and those cars? I mean, one could you know it, it's a perfect Instagram city. Yeah. You know, yes, Havana. Sir. I'm sure you must have clicked a lot of pictures. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, the cars are what uh, is the charm to this place because they cannot import cars anymore, and import of cars is very difficult. The cars are something. Some of them are from the fifties, sixties. and since they could not get part the most of them become their own mechanics uh for these cars and uh, yeah you could actually do uh, the so many different uh, ways of going around the city and cars is the most accessible actually for you to get around the city hamare bombay mein bhi hai you know supriya and yeah. cars uh, yes. ambassador Full of music and cheer and drum and stories and revolution and yeah, it is a very beautiful place to be in. Perfect. So tell me, if I may ask you, the three places which one needs to travel in Havana, what would that be? Ah, uh, in Havana, we have what is known as the the city is actually uh, split into different areas. Havana is now five hundred years old, so they're having celebrations for celebrating the five hundred uh, year anniversary of that city. Yeah, yeah, I got to know and, about it. And uh, also, so it's split into a place called there's Miramar, there's Vadado, there mm-hmm. is. Um, and there's the whole havana well with the malecon which is like a strip I'm sure this is all a unesco world heritage uh, yes. the old town yes. yes okay you actually need a day to see the sights of havana but if you want to experience uh, the dancing and the eating and uh, the old havana i would say a three full days is is more than sufficient for it so the old havana mm-hmm. and the malecon is where mm-hmm. most of the the site and the tourist sites are located what about the beaches Beaches are not there per se in Havana. It's very deep the waters, so I think it's more this for a port. You have to go to Varadero for the beaches. There are a lot of beautiful beaches, but you have to travel away from Havana for that. When you say travel away, how many hours? It could be the Varadero one was uh, approximately three four hours. Three, but four I think uh, there are some other beaches which I've heard about maybe fifteen twenty minutes drive away, but I don't know the names of those at the moment. Okay. Okay. All right. In Havana, the Malecon is like us, like how you have your necklace. Uh, yeah, 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 the promenade, right? Yeah, the yeah, the prom- yeah, it's a promenade which runs all around uh, the waterfront in Havana. Okay, 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 okay. Perfect. Yeah, because uh, um, you know it, it's very close to the Atlantic Sea, Atlantic Ocean. What, yes. What, you, what Atlantic Ocean? Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, now that you have experienced the capital Havana, we have gone through it. Of course, uh, the basic uh, is uh, the currency. What currency do they use? I think the currency called the cook, C U C, cook. Uh, it's equal. Yeah, it's called the cook. I think uh, one cook is roughly one U S dollar. One cook. Oh wow, wow. And, uh, That's good. 
If you are, I, I thought it was pesos. Where do they use pesos, Supriya? Pesos are used in Mexico. Oh, that's Mexico. Okay. Yes. So cook. And cook, so you see. And uh, what happens is mostly if you are traveling into uh, Havana, they some I I had read that they say if you have pounds or euros, you get a better exchange rate. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of the Airbnb hosts or people, some people may say will give you one is to one means they will give you one cook is to one dollar ratio. Otherwise, okay. the dollar is just slightly lesser than the cook in terms of exchange. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what all other places other than uh, what all one can travel other than Havana? Uh, Not tell me. And why? Other than uh, Havana is the day trip we did to Vinales, which is like the agricultural side of. Uh, Cuba and uh, they have the tobacco fields there, the cigar making uh, factories over there. Did you, did you try smoking the cigar? The yes, cigar? yes, we did. And uh, it's different actually because uh, we were taught to dip the cigar in a bit of honey, the smoking uh-huh. end of it, and uh-huh. then smoke the cigar. And that gives an additional beautiful flavor to the cigar. And uh, these months that we tried were the organic ones. Because mm-hmm. some of them spray ammonia on the cigars, I believe, to make them last longer. Okay. Most of these uh, cigars, they freshly roll over there and then they have to, they showed us how they roll the cigars. And you can actually take a horseback uh, uh, riding back into the tobacco fields to see the uh, uh, fields and see how mm-hmm. the things are uh, made over there. That's quite an experience. Huh? <laughs> so, I've heard that uh, one of, now, we are, now that we are talking about cigars, I've heard that some of the most expensive cigars come from Cuba. You know, when we talk about expensive, it's it's close to 18,000, 19,000 uh, mm-hmm. euros. Uh, is, is, is it worth that much? Because I don't know anything about cigars. I'm, I, I don't smoke, so I don't know anything about cigars. I think it is up to the cigar aficionados to decide whether it is worth it or not. Uh, I think uh, anything made with, uh, if it costs so much, I'm sure there's a lot of effort and uh, a good uh, amount of uh, effort gone also into making that produce. It's not that easy. So I'm sure uh, they must be enjoying those cigars if they're ready to pay for it. There must be something behind it, right? No, the way they have marketed cigars is amazing. I mean, we we had this idea way back before they had cigar. We used Mm -hmm. to make BDs. Yes. Nobody asks for BDs. Everybody is asking for cigars. Damn. Yes. That reminds me, that comes from, that makes me come to the most important questions. This is like by far the most important question I've asked you, okay? Mm-hmm. Have you got me my packet of cigars? Yes, so they are here. <laughs> okay, okay. So tell me, you, if I want to go, of course, I'll, I'll be exploring the capital. I'll go to one of the day to explore this, uh, um, the, the, fields uh, where the tobacco fields what was the third thing uh, you would recommend what is the third thing you would recommend doing the day trip to Varadero uh, so you could see the beach and uh, so uh, since our trip got cancelled I cannot really talk about it because uh, uh, I don't know what lies there but I believe it's supposed to be really beautiful if the weather is right okay so what Um, what, what other than agriculture field? I think there is another. There are another cities called. There's another place called Trinidad. There is uh, uh, Santiago, and all, all these. Uh, Where can one experience the true authentic culture of uh, the true authentic Latino culture of the Cubans? You know, Havana being the capital, it will be very commercial, correct? It is not actually. No. Okay. It isn't. It's uh, still fairly. Uh, all the stores and all the places are very uh, owned by locals, and uh, I don't think it's commercialized yet. 
though they say in the future it will get there mm-hmm. but it's very uh, local and very uh, intimate you get to have a lot of conversations with people and you get to chat if they know the language then they'll really tell you about what is happening and how the culture goes dance is a uh, integral part of their life Mm-hmm. and uh, you often see couples dancing on the road music playing bands did you uh, learn any moves <laughs> an old lady did teach me her moves uh, on the road as we were walking by she was dressed colorfully must be 80 85 years old with a mm-hmm. cigar in her uh, mouth and she was dancing on the road and then she we danced together for about 5 minutes she taught me a few steps and that was i think one of us one of the most memorable uh, things that i did in uh, cuba to dance freely on the roads <laughs> one thing i i'm i'm pretty sure about is that you're a good dancer at the same time i'm very sure about that your husband uttam is a horrible dancer what do you have to say about that seem to say okay so now let's come to uh, the basic questions okay of uh, most of the listeners or people who would want to go to cuba okay everybody wants to go to cuba but the one thing stops them is of course it's very far it's it's beyond their limits and it's beyond their financial limits also okay yeah. so tell me monetary wise mm-hmm. what one needs to understand and expect and arrange or you know as far as money is concerned how much does it cost and where do you spend most of the money and where do you, you can save money you know just guide them on this front please so this is a when you uh, the flights would roughly cost you if you're going from a city like uh, Miami or somewhere uh, it would roughly cost you about uh, $200 to and fro for a ticket to come into Havana mm-hmm. and uh, we paid we booked Airbnb which cost us about 5000 rupees a night and you okay. get beautiful airbnbs and uh, the one we chose uh, had a very good caretaker and they provided breakfast and it was like a serviced apartment mm-hmm. um your uh, tours roughly uh, a convertible like a, we did a convertible tour which took us all across havana and we had a photo shoot done at the same time that mm-hmm. would cost about 4 and a half thousand per person so i would suggest to people when you're booking tours in uh, havana do it through airbnb experiences okay. because this way the locals can directly guide you and take you around havana which is a much more uh, close knit intimate uh, affair uh, and the, we did the vinales also day trip through airbnb experience it works out much cheaper than booking it through other portals airbnb ki bahut branding ho rahi hai yes so uh, the experiences is what i really discovered and loved uh, doing in havana you can do bar hops with them you can take dance classes cooking classes all these things are available on that and it works out quite reasonable because i, I checked uh, the vinales day trip with another portal showed me 22000 per person whereas on the experience it showed me roughly around 7500 per person so if you want to save money airbnb experiences is the way you can book all your tours and uh, a roughly a, a tour a day tour would cost you about 4 and a half to 7 and a half 4 and a half would be like a the half day trip and 7 and a half thousand rupees would be like a full day trip okay. and um, food is also not food is not very expensive but uh, i think a main course would a main course per person roughly works out to around 16 17 dollars per person but that's good enough for uh, like a big they serve huge portions so it should be fine and uh, it's not prohibitively expensive if you ask me um, okay 
considering that it's very difficult to get things into that country because there are embargoes and trade sanctions in it. So mm-hmm. don't go looking for, you won't get supermarkets. You won't get, even if you do get a supermarket, like at a, it'll be half empty. It's a revelation to see what is uh, not available in countries like this. Getting water, you might have to go for a kiosk and then make sure you have enough stock and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, if you're, it's an Airbnb host, should providing most of the things. The other issue is uh, internet connectivity, which you have to pay for through these Atexa uh, internet cards, mm-hmm. uh, which are roughly a dollar an hour. And mm-hmm. uh, either your host provides them or you'll have to go and stand in lines and pick them up. And you, they have hotspots only in limited areas. Okay. So you have to go to an area where you have uh, uh, hotspots if you want to access internet. There's no such thing as uh, connectivity at all. So that's the only issue uh, you will face over there if you're you be mentally prepared for that. Okay, okay. It's so amazing, Supriya. I just came from Estonia where internet is the fundamental right of every person. Okay, you go into the jungles, you have Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you have internet everywhere, everywhere. Yes. Okay, and then you have countries like this also, which are unique, which are different, but yes. uh, then technology is uh, not uh, very, you know, not their cup of tea. But I have also heard that people were not allowed, you know, not the the niche, you know, a very odd, you know, the typical common people were not allowed to use phones and computers until 2008. Is this correct? Yes, that's true. That's true. I think they wanted to make sure that uh, they are not exposed to uh, knowledge which might lead them to revolt or something like that. Probably that's one of the reasons they kept everything uh, far away from the people. Yeah, Cuba is also, because of that, it is also one of the last remaining communist countries in the world. The other one I can think of is China. Yes. What all countries do we have, communist countries other than China? I'm sure there are, but I can't think of any. Yeah, and uh, uh, the education, healthcare is provided for them for free. But the professionals and uh, most professionals are very underpaid. Like a doctor would be paid eighty dollars a month, and wow, that's uh, so, it? yes, and uh, a mechanical engineer would be paid somewhere around thirty five dollars a month, and uh, all the food is given out. Thirty five dollars is how much? Thirty five dollars is around. Yes. Oh my goodness! That's and, uh, nothing. So, so the guide who took us around in uh, the convertible car and doing a photo shoot, he was a mechanical engineer before this. Now he does these Airbnb experiences where he does the photo shoot for you when you move, walk around. And uh, he now probably earns like 10 times the amount in a day. So that's why people are now shifting from professions directly into tourism. Hmm. Mechanical engineering making 35 US dollar a month. Jodo, Hamare Deshi Viros Gare, please soon lijega. Petty's dollar matla, do hazar, chesu rupees, atsu rupee kaspas nota, mahina virtual time. So I'm thus a complaint, Karnese Pele, Cuba Kibarme Suchlina. Well, I hope uh, this helps all the listeners uh, who are planning or uh, who contemplate to traveling. Uh, to all these wonderful countries in future. But if you ask me if I'm going that far, I probably wouldn't go to Cuba. I would probably go to Mexico. I would cover two, three countries. But there are a lot of countries we need to talk about, Supriya. So in this trip, when you went to Cuba, what all countries did you cover? Uh, we covered Costa Rica, uh, Mexico, and then the last on the agenda was uh, Cuba. Cuba. Okay, so maybe next time we meet, we talk, and we do this podcast, we'll talk about Mexico, because again, that is another country I would love to travel. 
Yes, absolutely. So tell me something. Now that you're back from Cuba, did you learn anything in Spanish which you would like to teach us? <laughs> I don't think that I'm that fluent in Spanish. It will take some time, though. I can read a bit of Spanish now, but talking Spanish is uh, not possible at the time, other than hola and gracias. <laughs> oh, okay. The basic uh, phrases we do know, but uh, I would suggest if you can get down to some basic phrases before you travel, it would be really nice. Also, yeah. download the, the MapMe app. I think that really helps because you have no clue where you are uh, when you are left without internet. Okay. One thing you have made me realize today that I have great scope for a lot of brand endorsements in my show. <laughs> <laughs> so we can place a lot of all the sponsors out there. If you want to, uh, you know, uh, uh, involve, get involved with this podcast, get in touch with uh, EP Laws because... Uh, I just plan and uh, do all my travel based on all these apps, right? This is I how know. I know. this is how, yeah. You know, all these things, you know, as I said, you know, e-commerce and internet has brought the world, you know, far more closer. And it's, you know, or else Cuba was just out of reach. 20 years back, no one would even dare to dream to go to Cuba from India, right? Yes, that's true. Switzerland, Thailand, Mad Island, did travel beyond that one even. But nevertheless, now we can think about all these crazy exotic places. The next yeah. destination I'll be traveling was Poland, uh, Serbia, and uh, Peru. Again, all these countries I've never traveled. Every country has its own uniqueness, which I will be sharing in my future podcast. But Supriya, thank you very much. We would love to talk thank to you, you again. Thank you for having me, Rohan. It was wonderful talking to you, Supriya. We would love to, uh, you know, hear your Mexico stories as well. So whenever you have time, we would do another podcast for that. But thank you so much to all the listeners who have been listening to us. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to give uh, your feedback, your suggestions, queries, everything is entertained, please reach out to Epilog Media. And once again, uh, Supriya Ji, gracias. Thank you very much. Thank and uh, you, oh, you guys I'll see you in some other podcast very shortly from now. Thank you. Bye-bye.